You walk into this room at your own risk. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. That the sons of God saw, the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And I'm here today to tell you that we're actually hacking the software of life. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. And we're in a fight for our lives. The church is being persecuted like it's never been persecuted before. And some churches refuse to even open up, they're so afraid. And it, it, will, it will be biblical. Biblical. We've never lived at a time like we're living in right now. But you know, if God should stamp eternity or even judgment on our eyeballs, or if you like, on the fleshy table of our hearts, I'm quite convinced we'd be a very, very different tribe of people, God's people in the world today. Welcome to the Removing Confusion Podcast. I'm Tom Richardson. I'll be your host for the next few minutes. I pray that we all had a good, shall we call it, Easter weekend. That uh, Maybe we de- detached a little bit from the uh, dark things of the world and made a reconnection with Jesus. As we understand Resurrection Sunday is what I like to call it. I use terms that you understand in the common vernacular. Uh, Today you may hear me use the word vaccine once in a while because I'm not going to stumble over the actual nomenclature of the shot that they're giving people. And I want people to understand that I do not promote this experimental gene therapy antibody shot. I do not promote it. If anything, I would tell you to not take it. You have to do what you want to do. It is your life. I can only give you the research that I've done, others have done, and uh, bring you clips of them in their own words, And soon I will have a doctor that I respect very dearly who will bring you even more. I want to talk to you about something else, though, first. We're going to do a few things today, but I want to set a tone. I want to set a tone. If you only had 30 minutes to live, what would you do? What would be? the key elements 
that you would try to aspire towards? What would what would you keep? What have you? Ever, it's not something morbid. This is something we really should consider. Because I'm going to tell you something. Recently, as much as last week, the uh, Russians, whom our dear leader has so blatantly accused of things, over the past four and a half years, they've accused the Russians of all types of things, mainly the collusion of them and Donald Trump together. But mostly when that when you do that, that falls back down on the uh, Republic of Russia. Now, I'm not sticking up for Russia. I know they've got a lot of issues, okay? I'm not a pro-Russia guy. But I'm also not pro-stick-your-finger-in-the-eyes-of-the-angry-bear kind of guy like Biden said here the other day that Putin's a killer. <laughs> a puke. <laughs> uh, like I said, recently is just a week or so back. The Russians broke through the ice of the North Pole with their nuclear-powered, nuclear-armed submarines. And forgive me, I don't know the class of submarine, but it doesn't make any difference. These submarines carry a battery. I believe there's two or three of them. But they carry a battery of hypersonic nuclear missiles. Hypersonic. You've heard uh, subsonic, supersonic. Now we're talking hypersonic. Uh, Let's put it this way. From the North Pole to to New York City, I heard somebody say this the other day, and I checked it myself. It takes 30 minutes for one of those hypersonic missiles to get here. These things travel somewhere between 10,000 and 16,000 miles an hour. That's fast. <laughs> Think about it. That's that's screaming fast. So from the North Pole, you know, just a basic equation. If you look and do a Google map thing or type in the distance between here and there, <clears throat> it's about 3,000 miles. So you're looking at a half an hour, give or take. Maybe a little longer, thirty. Some say thirty-three to thirty-six minutes before it would strike New York City. Now we're we're here in Ohio. We're only eight hundred miles from New York City, where I sit, somewhere in that. So it's not that much difference. I mean, maybe another ten minutes, maybe five minutes, and maybe two minutes, and they could whack us. Now you know, on on the uh, nuclear hit parade is. Uh, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, was is over in Dayton. Nuclear fallout would be incredible for years and years to come. They would basically, a nuclear hit on a, on a city like New York and the ports of New York and all that, it would, we'd be done. And, you know, D.C. is not that fur, further off. 
we have no way. Uh, oh, well, we have, you know, interdictory missiles and all that. We have none that can take down a hypersonic missile because we've spent our money worrying about pregnant flight suits and, and form-fitting uh, battle dress uniforms for our females and maybe developing a lighter machine gun. So, you know, I don't know. I'm just being sarcastic. I'm, I get so disturbed with the ignorance that goes on. But what would you do if you only, if you knew you only had 30 minutes, if, if, if the launch went off, now, I hope this never happens. I pray this never happens, and we all should. We, we don't want to see this happen. But there is a developing thing as well in Crimea, Ukraine. The Russians are moving back down in there in that area. And, of course, we're going to back up Ukraine, so says Biden and his cohorts. And, you know, we have to help out certain peoples i guess there's a treaty that we have there that we have to honor <laughs> we break everything else why you know we get involved in this and we could very well become a target and you could do some simple study do a google up oh, do a duck duck go search and you'll you'll see what i'm talking about 30 minutes though that's all you that you you hear the Sirens go off and uh, uh, emergency broadcast system saying, you know, duck and cover, brace for impact. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. It's coming. And before you can think very much, before you can make phone calls, which you'll never be able to do because I'm sure that the cell lines would be blocked. There'd be all kinds of stuff going on. It's all over. 30 minutes. What would you do? I broke down some ideas, you know. Would you just say, oh, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll just ignore that because I've been told by my pastor and others, it'll never happen here. There's, a, there's an old rock song that says, can't happen here, and they show the nukes going off. <laughs> you know, the things that we say couldn't happen here have happened here. We've had a totalitarian government come in, steal an election, and take over in the United States. We always said, that can't happen here. They can't hijack our election system. They did. And they did it under the guise of the coronavirus, which that wasn't supposed to happen here either. This is America. We're, we're exempt from all that. We have an exemption clause from God that says we, it won't happen here. My pastor told me so. He lied, or he was ignorant. Let's put it that way, one way or the other. Those that have been told that you won't see any of these things, as you see them, I hope you wake up. I hope you you stop ignoring the signposts that pop up in front of you and say, hey, it's happening here. We are becoming more and more global and when you hear the word global any time in the news, when you hear one of these uh, honchos say global or globalist, wake up. They're trying to pull the world into one big global community. The Internet, as it is, 
it has its very good points, but it also has that one extremely bad point of connecting the entire world into a place where we all speak one language, almost like the Tower of Babel all over again. I'm not a... I'm not 100% sure of anything. I can say this, you know, when it comes to Bible prophecy, I've studied a, a good bulk of the last 30 years <clears throat> off and on. But it's always been kind of my go-to thing. And I've looked at a lot of things. I've uh, it, There's people who will, say, will discount what I'm about to say. But I don't know that the United States of America is clearly indicated in Bible prophecy, especially end times Bible prophecy. It's either wiped out or becomes null and void. Because it's not really a big mention. You know, when you read uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39, you you talk about the... uh, the Gog Magog Wars, you go through Revelation, you go through all the other prophetic writings, you really don't find anything that's in your face. This is the United States of America. Now, some people say that it is, you know, you you do your own study on that, but understand, you know, the main key features of the Bible are the Middle East. They're definitely in there. Middle East, Northern Africa. They're definitely in there. So we're either completely destroyed or we've capitulated perhaps to the point of the global community or the global new world order that we are just enveloped in it. We become part of that demonic new world order globalist regime. 30 minutes though. Think about that. You have 30 minutes to live. What do you do? Are you going to get right with God finally? Or are you just going to, like say, bury your head in the sand and say, it can't happen here? Oh, my goodness. Get myself wound up sometimes. I'm trying not to, but it it happens. Let me talk about vaccine passports. (laughs) Yep. Had to get to the vaccine, didn't you, Tom? Had to go and say that word, didn't you? Let me help you a little bit and, and not use the word vaccine. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It makes it simple to say and understand I do not consider the COVID-19 jabs to be a vaccine. That is my caveat for the last time. So don't be disrespectful to me. I won't be to you either. They are trying in certain places to enact what they call a, a, a vaccine passport. That's what they call it. I'm using their terminology, including the Biden administration, who would love to get on board with something like this. Now, what does it entail? You can't go. You can't travel without some uh, form of uh, identification, like like your 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 travel passport. You know, you can't just leave here and go to even England without your passport, your official United States blue passport. 
I used to have two of them. I, I traveled under a blue and brown passport. Now, those of you who don't know what it is, you can look that up. But they want to make it now so that you have your vaccine passport. The UK is already rolling them out, supposedly. It's either going to be a, a, a QR whatever that thing is, QRC code on your phone or a physical passport of some sort. Here in the United States, when you get to jab, you get a card in different places, do different things, but you get a little card you can stick in your wallet and show off, I got my shot. I'm okay now. Until they call you and say, hey, you got to get the next one and the next one and the next one. And the next, you, you, you get it. Israel rolling out. I, we talked about that the other day. We had uh, the clip I played of a, a, a young lady from Israel, a Jewish young lady, uh, running for some political office of some sort. I don't, you know, that, I don't understand uh, Israeli politics any more than I uh, understand other really ridiculously hard to understand things. <clears throat> but, she basically was saying, you know, that the, and you know, I like, I've always liked Netanyahu. I always thought he's a good leader. I think he's, I think he has the ability to still be, but at this point in time, he's falling in with the globalist ideal of the coronavirus. This virus has created something that heretofore we've never even considered. But here it is. It's taking over the entire world. People running in fear to stick their bare arm out for a jab so that they can participate in life. You can't really blame them if they're not on top of things. If they're not thinking with the lens of scripture in front of them to see what the world is doing. That's what we try to do here at Removing Confusion. Now, on on a on another note, let's let's go. I, I read a Breitbart article that, and I'm not going to sit here and read articles to you. You can go look them up. The WHO, the World Health Organization, is not at this time. Now, notice we'll put that in scare quotes. They are not in favor of these COVID passports at this time. At this time, they have a reasoning though. And it, it's, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> it's, a, it's like the twofold reasoning. They lack fairness. They say they lack fairness to nations where the COVID jabs are not yet prevalent, where there's not enough uh, of the, vaccine being shipped into these places i'm sure it's the, the poorer countries in africa and such and uh but they're they they don't have the access to the vaccines to the shots or to whatever you want to call them so it's unfair for a a forced passport which which, which links up to the shots to be enacted it's unfair now on that point 
I want to say this. If they really are truly, you know, just over head and heels with this vaccine, which is not a vaccine because it, it, it requires many shots, then why would we worry? As millions upon millions of people in the United States alone are being, you know, hit in the arm with this thing, you know, and they want to hit 300 million by June or something. I don't know. Some crazy number. They're not going to get this guy. I'm not doing it. I'll be the one shunned from society. I'm fine with it. I've never been that popular anyway, so I can, I can hang out. But I'll be hanging out for the right reason because I don't believe what they say about anything anymore. And I'll say this that again, what I was saying is, you know, if they, if they really think that the shot is the deal, you know, but that's the second part of this, the WHO, the world health organization, the Chinese run world health. Oh boy. That, World Health Organization says it the, the this vaccine passport deal, COVID passport, would lack fairness, and they have doubts about the efficacy of the vaccines. The World Health Organization has doubts about the efficacy of the vaccine. How do you feel about that, folks? These guys that push this thing out onto society and say it's the greatest thing going since sliced bread now turn around and say, well, we're not sure it's going to work, so we're not really sure. We have to wait and see because the guinea pigs haven't started to die from it yet or they haven't stopped being... uh, they're not immune, 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 immune. <laughs> you got the word. Yeah. They're not showing an immunity yet because many people who have had the vaccine test positive for COVID, whether they show any kind of uh, symptoms or not, they're either asymptomatic or they actually get sick from it. We've had too many people die from them, which they're not going to tell you. Oh, they'll pump up the numbers of people that they say died from the actual vaccine or the uh, COVID itself. But are they telling you about those? I mean, you can check it out on a, uh, there's a website. It's called VAERS, and I think it's V-A-E-R-S. It's an acronym run by the CDC that talks about things of different vaccines. You type in the one you want and what happens to people who've had them. How many people die? How many people have adverse reactions from as small as just a rash on their arm or whatever to death? This, I'm telling you, and I, and I, I don't want to be consumed and consume you with nothing but talk of the vaccines or the, the uh, genetic therapy drugs or uh the, the virus itself, I've tried to stay away from it. I did for a few days. But, you know, there's certain things that come up, I think, that some people may miss. 
and I'm not saying you're not uh, astute. I'm not saying that you can't find things on your own, but sometimes you just don't. And I, I've run across a few things. There was a guy who did a nice video, and he showed the Joe Biden, uh, Joe and Jill Biden uh, Easter message. <clears throat> Here's where you know what's the most important thing to them. You know, this wonderful little Roman Catholic family. In his message, he mentioned covid twice vaccinations four times and jesus christ zero i'll give fairness he said the lord once but what lord is you know they have many the genetic injection is more important to the left than jesus the pope even did his and it was you know, of course, he has to mention Jesus. That's his job, right? But he he talks again about his... He's a leftist. He is a definite Marxist. The Roman Catholic Jesuit Pope. Pope Frank, as we used to call him. Frankenstein. Social credit stores are coming. Now, if you don't know what a social credit score is, I'm just going to go over it real quick. It was rolled out first in China, and, I mean, they they peer over everything. Your social media, they know what you're buying in the store. They know what you do on the streets. They know what your job is. They talk to people. They, they, they have the Stasi-esque kind of police state where they know every move you make down to the point where they can assign a score to you, just like a credit score, only this is your socialist credit score, which could basically block you out from doing anything in public. Guess what? You don't get to ride a bus today. Your credit score is down. Guess what? You don't get to take a train to see your mom in another province of China. Uh, You can't even buy a bag of potato chips. Sorry, buddy. See ya. And they're trying to do it here. They have the technology to do it, and they will do it. It's only a matter of time. Now, the uh, back to that passport deal, a little disjointed with my notes today, but that's you, you can follow me. There's legal issues also that are being raised uh, to thwart the, the possible counterfeiting of the... Uh, let's call it what they are, vaccine cards, although it's not a vaccine. Because, you know, you can, there's really high quality printers, and I I don't own one, but they are out there that can print out counterfeits like perfect, you know. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. So what are they going to do? I mean, there's already laws on the books that they're working towards that if you counterfeit one of these cards to say, hey, look, I got it. Can I go into Walmart without my mask on? Don't try that because I did, and I got yelled at by the little Nazi standing out front, and I just waved her off and went in anyway. Sir, masks are still required in the store. You know, if they took out the little mask Nazi and put her inside running a cash register, maybe we wouldn't stand in line so long. Or put them stock in a shelf. No, we're paying extra for cash 
or, or extra for food because we've got these extra employees doing non-essential things. My opinion. Yes, I'm not happy with the way they're doing their things that impact us all. Whether you know, you know, you, you get to the point where you're afraid to go into some place without that stupid piece of cloth that doesn't work. Many people who stick to the cloth over their face end up with COVID. It doesn't work. And I always say, well, if yours works, I don't need mine, right? Because if I breathe on you, you ain't going to get it. And if you can't breathe on me, so I'm not going to get it, I'll take my chances. But see, that's the narrative is already out. It's already in the lexicon of the people, you know. The, the, the virus spikes are happening, you know, here and there, they say. And why is that? Well, because you'll, and you'll hear people say it. They'll say it's because people aren't doing what they're supposed to do. They're not wearing their masks. They're not washing their hands. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. The main thing that you should do, and this is not a mandate from anybody, but it's an intelligence thing from good doctors. Take vitamin D3 every day. Take zinc every day. And take vitamin C every day. But no, they're not, they're not wearing their masks. They're, they're not social distancing. They're not getting the jab. They're not doing what they should to, to protect us all. They're going to kill my grandma. Stupid. In 2017, John Hopkins uh, University put out what we call a war game scenario. It's over 80 pages long. I, I saw this first on... Uh, it's on the Saturday, last Saturday, which would be April 3rd. April 3rd, they did a special thing, and they went for 45 minutes on Alex Jones talking about this war game scenario that John Hopkins, CDC, and NIH did. And, of course, you know, uh, everybody's probably heard by now, you know, Anthony Fauci saying, back in 2017 that the administration of Trump would would definitely at some point probably face some sort of pandemic is he a prophet no is he colluding i'm sure don't trust fochi don't trust him at all and anyway, they did this this thing, and it's, it's 80-plus pages of, you know, and it covers every possible scenario of how they can uh, counteract the things that would come up during such a thing as a pandemic. And it's uncanny when you go through this to see how close the names that they chose for this fictitious war game the, the name of it, first of all, is SPARS, S-P-A-R-S, SPARS Pandemic. And they put a date on there of, um, I think it was 25, 2025 to 2028 or something like that. Uh, they need to back that up a few years, I reckon. 
from 2020 to 2023. Because that's the space of time they gave in this thing that it would be like three years of fighting the pandemic and fighting the people who would come out against them in the pandemic. Now, the name of the thing to begin with, SPARS, okay? That was the name of the fictitious disease. As you go through it, you read the drugs that they talk about using. You know, They use actually remdesivir is one of them that they came up with they use. And there's, some, there's something in the, in the body of this report. It's like condesivir or whatever. I mean, they use things that are so close. It's uncanny. And it's, it's chilling, really, that it could be that close to reality something they made up three, four years ago. Yeah, threw in there, what would they do? How would they handle the public? You know, how would they be able to, you know, quell those who go out and talk against this thing? Well, you know, it's all about control. You know, how do they control the public? How to control speech through social platforms? You know, it goes on and on and on. Now, I want to I wrap this thing up with a simple admonition and a simple uh, bit of advice. The prophetic truth of God's holy word of the Bible, it's breaking out, folks. It's breaking open right, right before our eyes. We are seeing things happen that the word of God predicted some 2,000, some two. 3,000, some 4,000 years ago. They're happening right in front of you. And people say, oh, you can interpret how you want. No, 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 I can't. I'm a little bit more literal than I am uh, deep. But I, I do believe in at the spiritual aspects of things. But it's happening right in front of you. You can't miss a lot of these things happening unless you want to, unless you want to bury your head in the sand. But see, many of us have been lied to for decades. We've been told to stay away from the books like the book of Revelation. You know, don't read the Old Testament because that's the Old Testament. We're a New Testament church now. We don't need the Old Testament. Well, the book of Psalms, the book of Proverbs, the wisdom books, the poetry books, the prophetic books of Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Daniel, They're all in the Old Testament. You can't just walk away from it. Genesis reflects pretty well with Revelation. Some of these guys will tell you, don't even read the book of Revelations. It's a revelation. It's too uh, hard to understand. The common pew sitter can't really understand it. I've heard other ones say, it's not for us. That is minor blasphemy to me. My advice, folks, this is my advice. It's not, you call it my opinion, whatever you want to do. I can't hold your hand and force you to do anything. I wouldn't do it if I could. I'm not a dictator. I'm a host of a podcast one where I try to give you the information that you can use. Get 
get get into that book. All of them, the ones I mentioned even. All the prophetic books. Revelation, don't 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 stay away from it. Get in, get in there. Get in there. Try to understand it. Look for commentaries that can help you or look for podcasts or YouTube guys who can understand it. Don't don't go by that old Hal Lindsey stuff. Because all he he said was, you know, chapter four, we're out of here. Uh, you know, okay, and then why is it that things in chapter five are happening all around me? Did I miss it? We need to get a little bit more biblically accurate, a little bit more biblically astute. I want to play a clip, and then I'm going to try to close out. But I'm going to I have to explain it a little bit. This goes. <laughs> This guy's name is Klaus. Well, the first one that you'll hear is the uh, guy that pops up in some of my openers uh, who uh, is a CEO of Moderna. And then after that, you'll hear it from a guy named Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. Hold tight. So go ahead, Steve. Well, okay, forget that. Somewhere along the line, I missed my clip. Uh, maybe I can do it this way real quick. Hold tight, folks. Sorry about this. That's a, that's what happens when you're semi-live. This should be it. All right, that's not working either. I guess we'll do that later. Sorry about that. Again, that's what happens when you have a a, a non-techno nerd trying to run a really good piece of equipment. You end up with uh, all kinds of messed up stuff. But The fourth industrial revolution will impact... There you go. That was the guy, but I'm not going to play it now. I'll play it later. Basically, the guy is a German economic dude, but he starts out talking about the fourth industrial revolution. Now, when a German talks about the fourth industrial revolution, I'm thinking the Fourth Reich. (laughs) We are living in unprecedented times, folks. We're living in times that are difficult to grasp a hold of but we will stick with me find those other guys out there that can give you peace in Christ and give you a mind that will help you discern what you need to stay away from have a great day it's Tom Richardson April the 6th 2021 removing confusion podcast Till next time, God bless you.